<laughs> Painkiller nearly episode 82. I think Kyle timed it, right? Um, so we were talking about uh, a lot of stuff before the show, but House of Cards. I just realized that we have all seen the yeah. entire season already, crammed that thing in. Oh, what, what have you guys? seen the whole thing? I have. I, um, I ruined my sleep schedule for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like this season. It was a big pickup from last season, I thought, much better than last season. Um, uh, my girlfriend thinks it's the best season, but then I reminded her that that first season with Zoe Barnes and, uh, and, and Russo and all is just excellent, amazing, superb. But this fourth season was really good. I'm under the impression for some reason that this is the final season. Is that correct? Wait, I don't what? think so, no. No. Okay, That'd I was just checking. a terrible way to end the series. I, that had, okay, so the reason I say that is, and I could be wrong about this, but in my head, the, uh, so the original House of Cards was a British series about, you know, he wants to be PM. He wants to be the prime minister or whatever. A uh, very similar uh, situation, you know, the, the way his, his rise to power and all. But it is four seasons, and I think it's 13 episodes per season, thus making 52 episodes in the House of Cards, because there's 52 cards in the deck of playing cards. Um, so I thought that that was like some sort of built-in thing, that it's a four-season se- four run. But I'm excited that there could be a fifth season, because, wow, that thing ended on such a great note. Like, yeah, there's got to be another season. There's no... That would be phenomenally disappointing if they were like oh you didn't get it and that was the end like i'm good with that i'm good with that no, ending no yeah. no way man i went into that episode believing that that was the series finale and when it ended like that i was cool with it because think about it you've you've got him basically saying like yeah the hounds are the hound the wolves are at the door they're coming to get us and they probably are going to get us but we're going down fighting and it's gonna be big and it, and i'm like yeah yeah, I'm good with that. I don't need to see Frank Underwood, you know, uh, lose because I don't want that. I never want that. I want Frank to succeed. And yeah. his buddy Doug is my favorite character, the most loyal motherfucker that ever fucked a mother. I like loyalty. That guy don't play no shit. He comes hardcore to work every oh day. <laughs> he is so tight with the present. And it the the one issue is I feel like the loyalty is a little mismatched. You know, and yes. I'm not saying that the president doesn't help him back, right? Didn't he have some issues where he sort of carried him through his alcoholism or whatever? But totally. I feel like if Frank Underwood could benefit by hurting that guy, he would do so. In a second. Yeah. It Whereas, wouldn't even but that's the nature thought. of the relationship. And I, I think that we're looking at this in a modern like context. And you've got to think of these guys like in uh, like in Game of Thrones terms. And 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 Frank Underwood is, is the king. And, and Doug Stamper is, you know, a member of the king's guard. This is the guy whose job is to fall on the sword. It's 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 just it is known. Like it's 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 the th- it's the it's the way of things. I get He's, that, but I feel like there's supposed to be compensation for it. I feel like you know, like yes, you fall on the sword. That's a thing that could happen. And by the way, if that's ever called upon, oh, that I a thought good he was going to off himself when when he needed the liver. I thought I was like Doug might just kill himself to give Frank that liver. He tried to give his liver. They, he tried to give a piece of it, but when they needed to. it all, he they was They were like, like, no, your liver is bullshit. You need to get out of here. Like, is he no. an alcoholic? I feel like he couldn't yeah. give a liver anyway. Uh, he was, I think. He was like, fuck it, do it anyway. And they were like, well, we need a whole liver, though. So Yeah. That would have killed him. I don't know. I don't want to say anything specific about what happened, because guaranteed most people haven't finished the entire series yet. But it was good mm-hmm. overall. Uh, didn't expect both of you to like Doug so much. Like, Love I like Doug. him because he's interesting, but he's such a slimy piece of shit who just wants to suck Frank's dick. Mm-mm. No. I That's not how I see him. Nope. Uh, no. Can, can I, I go s- first? Sure. I see Doug. Like, like I, again, I, I think 
on on because he's the president, because he's the most powerful man in the world, you've got to think of this on a, a more of a Game of Thrones level of thinking. I think of Doug as like like I said, a member of the King's Guard. This is a guy who'll go out and do what needs to be done, whatever that is. And be, because he's got the president behind him, you know, right and wrong, the law, all of that, be damned. Let me, he's doing what what needs to be done. He is a white collar soldier, is what he is. Yes, he's a white collar soldier. That's that, and Frank Underwood needs a soldier. You know, he can't fight all of his own battles. You got to have a guy who's unquestionably on your side, who is a white collar soldier. And I don't want to give away specifics of what he did this year, but you saw he's willing to he's willing to fight. And uh, you remember what Frank said to him before he uh, he leaves the White House? Um, at in the, in the last episode, Frank says. What does he say? He says, "Go, go, go and fix it. Make it a hundred percent." I, my mind is just running through the things that I think that Doug is about to do uh, now that the, I don't remember. Know. I think uh, I missed a detail. I should watch Doug, it again. I really like Doug is going out. To, well, not to be a, a big no, no spoilers or anything, but Frank's got a lot of people who are problems in that in, in in that last episode. There's a there's a there's several people out there who are problems for him. And he tells Doug to go out and make it right and be a hundred percent. And to me, that means go kill them all, Doug. All and of Doug's them. Like, Doug's like, all right. And then he, he, you know, he goes and sees his lady friend and and has a comforting moment with her. But he's looking at. Can the you clock. remind me who you think he's going to kill in in text? Yeah. So as not to spoil it. Sorry, everybody. I, but I, well, there's just a whole bunch of people it could be. But I'm thinking maybe the um. Or it could be. Um, mm-hmm, That's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Um, no, I don't see that. I didn't expect that one. They both ratted on him. Him and. Um, That's true, and and then there's. Uh... I can't. Right, I'm right. Actually, names. I was going for the same person, but I didn't know <laughs> yeah, her name yeah. either. They're together, you know. He could kill either of the. Uh, go, he could be going after them. Um, see, see what Chiz, <laughs> Chiz knows. agrees. Yeah, Chiz, Chiz says knows. rest in peace. Yeah, um, hey, dude, it's it's or, a house of cards. Now I'll tell you. I loved House of Cards, but dude, Occupy, Occupy, or I think it's Occupied, the Norway one, I think is better than House of Cards. And what's right, interesting, I'm gonna have to look. a lot of people are, they're coming up on the, the subreddit being like, it, it, dude, so people shit on my uh, thoughts on movies all the time. Uh, the Revenant is a real popular one, but beyond that, like I didn't like a bunch of um, Robin Williams movies. And uh, of course... I feel like at the time that these guys loved the movie Jumanji, they were the target age for it, and I wasn't. I still love that movie. It's a I loved movie. Jumanji, but I haven't watched it in years, so it could be that it's got like a Goonies thing where I put it back in, and I'm like, oh, man, really? I, I think watch that shit. I Go watch it, that shit. It's good. I think there's a couple of those, like Mrs. Doubtfire and stuff, where like you were oh. the target audience for it. Yeah, don't try and watch that if you're over yeah. six. There was a woman watching that on the plane the other day. She brought it with her. <laughs> so anyway, a lot of times people, they fuss at my movie selections. And it's not like my whole sense of self-worth is wrapped up in whether I like the right shows or not. But you hear it enough times and you're like, hey, no, I like good shows. And uh, Occupied is one where universally everybody that, that gets into it is like, holy smokes. Like, you know, put, put a few chips back in. You know, if it were poker, I got a couple. I want a pot. You know? How many episodes are there? How much content is available? Um, I want to say it's like 10 or 13. It's only one season. Mm. But they're all hour long. And oh, that's good. 
yeah. like 52 minutes or 60 minutes it matters i think like, i know little... i want to say like 52 but i'm not positive cool. dude it's each episode there's a few shows takes a there's while. a few shows that i know are going to be good but i'm just I, I didn't get into them right away so in my i'm cataloging them I, they're in the background and i figure if like I, you did with fargo yes exactly and i loved it and i've, I've seen it all now but um, the Americans, uh, I'm I'm perfectly sure that the Americans is a really cool show. It's about undercover Russian spies, uh, like Soviet spies, uh, in the U.S. who are like living as United States citizens and blending in while doing espionage and stuff against the, the United States. There are multiple seasons, but I've never watched it because I'm kind of saving it till the, till it's all done. Uh, uh, Orange is the New Black is another one I've never seen an episode of that. Kind of saving that until it's all done, probably. Um, and, and I really have no desire to watch that show. It, I don't think it I, looks very good. I hear it's good. I, I might as well check it out. Um, I don't generally like prison dramas or shows. Like Oz was just too much for me. I like violence, but there's just way too much rape. <laughs> way too. In Oz, like, like, dude, the thing about Oz is, um, I, I imagine a lot of people watch it the same way. I watch Oz and I figure out which dude am I, right? I'm not a dude that does well in prison. Can you, you know? give a like quick breakdown of what that show is about? Oh, okay. Seen. So, um, I don't know if it leads with the main character or not, but the, basically a guy goes to prison, and I don't think there's one particular main character, but it shows what's happening in a prison. And uh, it's an HBO special, so it goes full gore and like brutality. And uh, most of the people kind of fit in there, but there's one who's like a white-collar criminal. And you see like people pretend to be his friend and then all of a sudden they owe him something there's uh, some rape involved there's some hitting involved a guy toughens up and all of a sudden he's kind of a prisoner like the rest of them and it goes on maybe seven seasons ish and uh jesus christ yeah there's some prison riots and it really if it's at all accurate it's probably overdone it really makes you not want to be in prison it's uh it's an environment where like murka as quick-witted as you might be, you're getting raped. <laughs> you know? Oh, everybody's getting raped. <laughs> First three I think days. you need to go in with that with that in mind. Like you need to just embrace the rape on day yeah. one. Like, who's got a big one? <laughs> I would no. Say, no, I would no. smuggle in a butt plug in my butt just so I could <laughs> practice and make the rape a little better. <laughs> or where would you sure hide you it? Make sure that, <laughs> right where it goes <laughs> make sure there's like a big scene maybe the first day when you're like they kick you in and they kick all your clothes off like in Shawshank Redemption they're throwing lie on you yeah, maybe maybe like with a pocket knife like cut the inside of your butt cheek so there's a lot of blood coming down you're like oh my fissures and so everyone else sees and they're like oh well you know everybody else you're getting it from you know big tony but fisher guy oh yeah. you know uh. you still watch it like <laughs> i'm oh, sorry yeah the, they burn. yeah the warts they uh. bleed the warts bleed it's terrible you guys want some they of this tell you how much hiv <laughs> causes uh. joint pain yeah. <laughs> my uh. mouth's so dry all the time the goddamn hiv you know <laughs> uh, that, uh yeah. I occupied is it, is really good I, so I, how can I watch Occupied? Like, like where, where is it? It Netflix. is streaming on Netflix. It's easy to watch. Oh, shit. Oh, that's easy to do then. I'm going to yeah. do that. Um, man, we're flying through the topics, but I I am I like trying it. to go lighter on the politics than, than we have historically, but it's a big night. And um, Trump appears to be winning Mississippi, but 1% of the vote is in. Uh, Michigan, he's winning, which he wasn't in the first update. Ooh. 
with 14% of the vote in. So it's getting to be more reliable. And then Idaho and Hawaii uh, might not happen during the show. Yeah, we won't know about Hawaii until like 5 in the morning or something like that. It's Hawaii in particular, yeah. yeah. Idaho ends at 9, which is only 20 minutes from now. But I sometimes you don't get the results at 9. There's been zero polling in Hawaii apparently I, i've, I've hmm. been pretty uh in tune with this thing i've been listening a lot on fox news uh radio and potus uh which is people of the united states radio on uh sirius xm so they're really unbiased they seem to be right down the middle um although everyone hates trump you know what i mean like they'll hmm. they'll, they'll they'll give hillary and bernie equal uh equal time and they'll fo they'll give all the republicans equal time including trump but trump's time is mostly spent you know treating you know so they're not really even-handed well, they don't consider Trump a politician. You know, I, I saw Trump's anti-Rubio ad that's running in Florida. Um, it's good. And the best part was when the way the, uh, the guy who's speaking, and it's not Trump's voice speaking, it's, it's one, of those, like, movie, one of those movie preview voice guys. Marco Rubio, he's been defrauding Florida for years. Now he wants to defraud the whole country. And, but there's one point where he, um, he calls him a politician, and he makes it sound like such a dirty word that I was like, yeah, they're all politicians. <laughs> Except for Trump. Yeah. <laughs> and there's there's and a little ben bit Carson. of something to be said about that. They're all well, he's asleep. Um he's, he's <laughs> he, it's nap time for him now. It's all over. But they're all politicians and Trump is not and you can't argue with that. Um and and there's something to be said for that. I think I a feel like there's, there's a counter to Trump, it. Though. There's some politician fear out there that it would be kind of like if, as a computer programmer, Woody, like everybody who's not a computer programmer, when they meet someone who is like, wow, that guy's pretty bright, like you picture it and it's like that swordfish screen of numbers going down and you're just, you know, barely keeping up and, oh, maybe I can get past the mainframe if I hyperlock <laughs> this, this, uh, you know, engine cell or just made up fucking words. And it would be like if someone was like, hey, you know, I'm just kind of some guy, but I can do this. And then he walked in and he pulled the curtain back and found out that you guys are just, you know, yeah, randomly hitting buttons and it's just turning out right. <laughs> and then he starts doing it and it's turning out right and suddenly you guys are like, fuck, god damn it, he blew the whole thing, everybody knows now. That's what <laughs> politicians are thinking, is they're like, oh fuck, they're gonna realize that all we do is talk and like, there's no big secret knowledge meeting that we all partake in every week, like, this we're just people like there's we're i don't not think privy to a ton of different are. things I, I think that there are rules and procedures and things you can do that are going to kick trump's ass i keep saying this and it's a hard point to make because i can't name them but there's always some like parliamentary procedure that they're doing that caught this guy off guard trump will be but, caught off guard by everything no i i disagree with that because i don't feel like the president himself has to be an expert in, in in parliamentary procedures or, or no all, no, no all the ins and outs of being a politician i feel like you know and i'm going to use house of cards as a, but but you see how many advisors are around these people mm -hmm. how many voices there there are in the room to speak up and how many intelligent people are there are remember when they when he was trying to get a bill written and he had that room full of um, legal experts tr going through the young right Policy trump long. seems like the kind of guy who could assemble a team of people who know what they're doing cuz that's what he does for a living right I wonder, yeah. though, at some point, if it becomes obvious that he's the next leader of the free world, if some member, like experienced person, if Biden is going to be like, all right, well, fuck, if he's going to be president, do you want me to be your secretary of state? I'll walk you through all this shit. And 
you know, like it, somebody, I don't know if Biden, I picked a Democrat, but like some member, like, um, Paul Ryan. Yeah, it's not going to be Paul Biden. Ryan. Oh yeah. 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 Thanks. Let me Paul grab Ryan, your name. Speaker of the house. It, yeah. could, it could be Paul Ryan. Uh, he's got a pretty powerful position to give up. Yeah. Well, but, uh, he's nice. Uh, I'm not sure. Speaker actually. of the house to VP. Right. One has power. One doesn't. Well, your heartbeat away from the being the leader of the free world, and I mean, come on, there's gonna be somebody's gonna take Trump out. Like year one, <laughs> no. that's no possible actually. But but yeah, there Speaker of the House of is a, is a is a person that makes that has a lot of power on Earth. The VP has literally none, uh, except for his power to persuade the president. Yeah, so. I'm not worried about Trump getting assassinated at all. He's gonna have some crazy motorcade. He's gonna add more security to all of it. It's gonna put Hummers back in the mix. It's going to be great. But, um, There's a higher chance of Bernie falling from, you know, slipping in the bathtub. So the, a little too much shampoo. On the RNC has made a rule that on December 14th, up until December 14th, all of the delegates get rewarded proportionally. Now, it's a little more complicated than that because some states are like, you'd have 20% or 10% to be viable if you get any, etc. But um, winner take all can't start until the 15th, which is Tuesday, a week from now. And... On that Tuesday, there will probably be a few people that get knocked out for good. Maybe Rubio. Although one thing to keep in mind is not all of those states, even post fifteenth, will be winner take all. It's just the date when they are allowed to be winner take all. Right. Um, and I'm not sure that all the fifteenth ones are winner take all, but I thought they were. I know that Florida is, and I think that Ohio is, and Kasich is from Ohio, so he might winner take all that. And then Trump could winner take all Florida, leaving Rubio out in the cold. Kasich will, oh, be the, will, be, will hit third place. He'll take Rubio's spot as the establishment candidate. So if it goes to a brokered convention, it could be Kasich could be the guy that everyone wants to be. Right? You know how right now they hate Trump, they hate Cruz almost as much, and they kind of wish Rubio was the guy. Kasich is in position to take that. I see that as well. Yeah, that's so. What it really comes down to is if Trump can't get whatever it is, one thousand two hundred and eighty-seven delegates by the end of this thing, then there's going to be a broker convention, uh, and they're not going to pick Trump. I don't think, unless he can sway a lot of people between now and then. Uh, I, and mm -hmm. by people, I mean establishment Republicans. He's got to convince them of something they're not seeing yet. Tell them he's going to put Kasich as his running mate. So he's going to have this mm -hmm. advisor. He's going to have to make a lot of deals, I think, to get them to, to put him in. Or, however, however, let me just finish this thought. I'm or. afraid of what will happen if they don't pick Trump because all of his supporters are going to not, not just disappear. They're going to lose their fucking shit. There's going to be riots. You no. see those crowds of 35,000 that he brings in in Mississippi and Florida? Those people might be out in the streets. There will be mean, a lot of people hope. happy. That'd be really funny. No, but we don't hope for that. No, 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 no. We're, okay, whatever. But <laughs> it, the whole Trump thing is getting a little too real. Like I, I was watching a couple clips of uh, Shark Tank and The Apprentice on YouTube earlier today. And <laughs> just having watched like a few clips of the apprentice like at first i'm like haha look at this guy this is gonna be so fucking funny like oh this guy <laughs> in the white house and then a couple clips in i'm like well yee like <laughs> this is getting like this is real this is a real thing that's happening right now like this video is uploaded in 2007 but this is the same man i don't like, know where i saw it it might have been cnn but they're like trump running has given us an, a taste of what a trump presidency might sound like 
And it's like, this guy, the bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> it's just like, in 30 seconds, there are like seven curse words. And then like, I think he's doing it while calling other people foul. Like, oh yeah, the president of Mexico, very foul guy. He used the F word, the F word. Can you imagine if I did that? Yeah, doesn't take a lot of fucking imagination, Donald, because you say all kinds of stuff. That would be a little refreshing, though, if the president would use that kind of language sparingly. Like yeah. a parent. Like, you know, when you were like four and your dad would fuck something up, like when he's building something, and usually it's like a, ah, dag nabbit, but every once in a while it's like a, fuck! And it's like, <laughs> so, oh man, I just witnessed an adult moment. That's kind of what it would be like. Like, if he came on the screen addressing us, just being like, fellow Americans, honestly, this is really fucking out of control, and, you know, just bear with me, doing my best. Like, that would, that wouldn't be a good message at all. But if he had The pants thing? Too- I've seen this so many times. Yeah. Do you want to okay. watch it? Nah, if you've already seen it. Yeah, apparently a, LBJ had a giant cock, and he always pulled it out. Balls. Like, it was cock the balls. And, I, well, in the video, he might be talking about the balls, but um, I was just hearing about unpresidential presidents. I was reading about it not too long ago, and he would always talk about his penis and expose it. Like, you know, he'd pee in the Rose Garden and stuff like that. He was President Johnson. Yeah, because he, he liked it when people saw it, apparently... Uh, is he the one that and carried the big do stick? That if you were president, <laughs> no, that's Roosevelt. Roosevelt. I thought it was. I should have said that. But um, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't just like, just for fun. Like if I was president, you could just walk out in those rose gardens, start taking a piss, and then if someone walks up to you and is like, "What do you think you're doing?" You're just like, "I'm sorry. Do you, I fucking live here. <laughs> this is my house." <laughs> hey, and you know what'll happen if you cross the road? That's still my fucking land. You know what? You don't fucking work here anymore. You know, you, nobody knows you exist anymore. Like, just <laughs> take him. <laughs> yeah, take Dude, him. I, I want to uh, finish like this piece. How great would it be to have that kind of power? For you? I feel like if the president really wanted to, like if he was, especially if he was in the correct company, he could just point at someone and go, "Take him," and they would. Yeah. Oh, that would be excellent for sports. I would do that. I'd just be sitting there watching the first round of the playoffs for Chicago and be like, "Uh, you know what? This Patrick Kane guy. Whew." I'm really worried about him as a national threat. You know, bring him in. Yeah, I know he's got a game. Bring him in. And the cap. And their goalie's looking shady. Like, just... <laughs> I, I love that trailer you, Taylor uses it for hockey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, was, I saw... Um, you know, it's a, it's a still shot. But I saw Michelle Obama looking at somebody with what looked like desire Usher. in her eyes. It was, yeah, it was Usher. And I was like, if I was Obama, I might have Usher killed. <laughs> just might you know yeah. like you know what no usher fuck it yeah it's not go- 10 years ago no one would care <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's true that's rough yeah see 50 cent was the smart one he realized i'm getting too old to be this you know ooh, badass guy so he gets in vitamin water on the ground level now he's loaded what did usher do huh i don't know you know that um he fucked a lot of yeah, That's I think happened. Usher's involved in Bieber's career somehow. He gets, he's got Bieber money. And, oh, uh, okay. Um, money. Uh, 50 Cent, on the other hand, is like in court constantly for his bankruptcy. Yeah, he like filed bankruptcy, but then he like flashes like $2 million on Instagram. So they're like, bullshit, get your ass back into court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it's, and then he, his argument is that like that money is fake. I don't really have that money, uh, but it's part of my persona. Like if I need to succeed professionally, they need to think I have that money. And yeah, I think he really has that money. There, there's a lot of sh- I, at the time I, I looked into his bankruptcy. <laughs> so I was 100% wrong. <laughs> and that, and that, that whole thing, I looked into that. But like, he really, you know, he, he, 
so he had that suit where he ex- where he put out that 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 nude video of that woman that, that and there was a whole thing. Apparently, uh, he's been accused of rape, right? Am I, I wrong on I, rape? I don't. I, I, I don't. I'm not you sure. The right to rape, always to the rape, Woody. I I, I don't think there was any rape. No. Um. I, I do like... think that he uh, he released uh, a sex video of the, of that woman, and there was a a lawsuit, and he lost a lot of money, and he filed bankruptcy, but. He's apparently got a lot of hidden assets, and he made out pretty well. And I think a lot. I think what a lot of like rich and famous people do, uh, especially one, you know, like Michael Jackson, Mike Tyson, people like that who had hundreds of millions and then lost it, they take advantage of um, laws like they have in Florida, where you, even if you're bankrupt, you can keep your last house, your last boat, your last um, a, a couple of things, and those things can amount to hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, you got a fifty million dollar boat. They can't take that. Yeah, what's my last going. one? You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. I don't. Wait. Ah, shit. I'm I mean, if you Google that. Fifty Cent rape, you might find some shit. But I mean, it is Fifty Cent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone has <laughs> no? I think it's just invasion of privacy. I, I think that's the accurate thing. If you Google Fifty Cent rape, you do find stuff, but it doesn't old look stuff. like that's old rape. It doesn't even yeah. look like it's real. Legend. Like you know, like. Yeah. You know, a lot of it's probably like fanfic. There's some weird shit out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he had some business deal with some guy who's the ex-girlfriend of a date rape advocate and rapper Rip Ross. That, that's that's advocate. Not... What, what color bracelet is that? A, <laughs> not... a date rape advocate. <laughs> Ross is a famous rapper too. He's not a. Oh, uh, he, he's this bigger... is the teal rubber band. It's a. Uh... You know, <laughs> awareness for date rape. <laughs> That's awful. That's ridiculous. Uh, uh, always straight to the rape with you. I saw a picture of Milo Yiannopoulos over at uh, the White House today. The White House. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing a make, Trump Make America Great Again hat. It was great. It was hilarious. <laughs> so it he looks like the, Trump has Michigan. It looks like he's up by 10 points now. Oh, what are you on? Uh, and what is I'll today? Is like Twisted Tuesday? Super or? Tuesday 2, they call it. Oh, God, politician titles. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> well, this says Super Saturday results, but it was from a politician to be like Super Tuesday two against child rape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, also, oh, look in stuff. Mississippi that that um, t- um that Marco Clinton? Rubio is is isn't even showing up here. Like he's below the seven percent. He's of not cases. showing up in Michigan either. Oh my! Yeah. How many percent do you usually have to get to before it's pretty much set in stone? Ten to 40. twenty. Ten to twenty, and they and sometimes they the state will label you as non-viable, and you get no delegates. Wow, so, this is this is huge for Cruz, though. This, I mean, it's crushing for Cruz because his state of he he's 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 hinging everything on doing well in Florida, which is upcoming, and with these results, that's really going to hurt him. Uh, on a, I think on, it's on, Rubio who's hinging it. Cruz is not a candidate. I'm sorry, I said Cruz. Yeah, I, I meant Rubio. Florida is is Rubio's state, and and he's not showing up here. That's that's what I. Right. And like you said, if he can't pull top three in these other states, if I'm in Florida, I might look at Rubio differently. Yeah, so you got to put your vote to Florida. Trump Kasich or yeah. Cruz. Yeah. That's so. a good state to be from. So, yeah, and Trump is, there's this delegate estimator, and I took note. Trump was 86 delegates ahead of Cruz at the start of the night, 86. And now he's 97. Ooh. 98, my bad, 98. So Trump has extended his lead. Ooh, uh, Sanders is not looking good over here at all. No, Sanders is done. 
Sanders is done. Like it, all these Sanders guys are like, no, there's so much left, etc. No bullshit. Sanders is getting his ass kicked, and every time he, he either gets his ass kicked more or he pulls a near tie. Like she this, has over twice as many. Uh, well, you're including the the super delegates to get that high. Oh, but um, uh, but the problem is that she is not doing well with black. Uh, she is doing ex- exceptionally well with black people, and he is not. And that is going to be the nail in his coffin. He wasn't able to get black people to believe that he was the guy for them. And that's shocking because I, I'd say that all three of us, if, if we were black men, would be wanting, to, wanting a Sanders. Yeah, and Sanders is, has a much better civil rights history. So if, if you're black and that's your like, most important issue, then Sanders is your guy. But you could very well be black and be like, I'm... You know, yeah, I'm afraid of all the giveaways or something like that. Just like oh, if else. I were black, I would be really taking advantage of that. So he would be my man. Yeah, you need to have that card in your pocket constantly. I would literally have it. <laughs> you ever seen those like black. those zip tie like elastic things that you can put like key cards on where it's like zip zip zip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have that. You'd be like, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't like this table, and I'm black. All right, so you're gonna <laughs> put me over in the corner. Thank you very much. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Though. I need it. I've got no, a hood pass, I don't think and that's so how I use it exactly. It doesn't get you tables at a restaurant, but <laughs> it'll get you out of a bad neighborhood. Yeah. Like, we'll get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get the fuck out, sir. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I know people I think are a little tired, but I, I it's like unrolling in, on my screen right in front of me. I'm seeing Trump win two states again. Uh, clean sweep it looks like and sanders is getting his ass kicked in mississippi getting burned oh 81 percent to 18 percent that's bad is bernie for president the biggest uh bernie hub on the internet like know. of people talking about him i would have guessed yeah, it was man. this bernie subreddit that's what I, that i think that's what it's called oh bernie sanders for president is the oh, oh oh i see i didn't understand it first Oh, but, yeah, sorry. I should have stated it like that. But uh, is there an implosion going on over there yet? I'm going to go check. Uh, yeah, you no, can they, they really can know how to keep their chin up. So so they knew they were going to lose Mississippi. Um, like, like that's they know that. That's a no. It is known. Um, the, the big thing was Michigan because they felt like they the, that his message would appeal to the middle class voters there. The people who um, who, who didn't like what happened with the uh, the auto, auto industry bailouts. It didn't feel like that the, the guys on the bottom of the totem pole got any of that. Um, it, Seems that he's doing well there. Better that certainly better than he does in most places. Forty-eight to fit forty-eight percent. Um, and the night's not over. There could be some sort. It, there's a possibility he wins tonight, but it's not looking good at all. <coughs> With um, a third I, of the vote in, he's down by about three percent. So and, the real. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, and and my experience is, and you know, obviously one third of the vote in anything could happen, but usually a third of the vote is large enough sample size that it's accurate. I was having this debate with Chiz yesterday. Uh, he didn't understand that. He thought that it, the young people votes would come in later in the day and that it would shift towards Sanders. But it's really not based on that. It's just how quickly they can count the votes. So smaller polling centers come to come in quickly and stuff. But, you know, that's how statistics work. You get a, a viable sample size, and then that sample represents the entire population. And this represents millions of people, 28% of the Michigan vote. If he's down by 3% with 28% in, he's going to be down by roughly 3% when 100% is in. Understanding election and polling results is incre- is very difficult thing to do because there's there's a lot of 
there's a lot of issues in there that you don't consider. There, there was a lot of early voting, absentee voting, stuff like that. And you have to look at when those votes were cast, what was going on with the, with the political scene. Was Trump way up there ahead or was he still kind of in the middle or was he still just like barely ahead? Was, you know, Ben Carson still in there to take some of that vote away from him when that early voting came in? Uh, but in a lot of cases, uh, it seems like it trends toward Trump. It seems like the voting happened when Trump was hot. Or uh, the people who did vote, it seems a lot of times. I find it to be the opposite. I could be wrong. Uh I mean, but to me, it seems like if Trump's up by 15%, he ends up winning by eight. You know, if if he's way ahead in the polls, he's slightly ahead in the voting. But I could be off. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, I wasn't talking about that specifically. But yeah, I've I've seen that. I agree with what you say. Yeah, it seems like it looks like he's going to be way ahead, but he's not way ahead when you get there. Yeah. Yeah. But he is ahead. I blame that on on election fraud. How accurate is what? <laughs> no, I didn't want to. Then Kyle said the thing about election fraud. I don't want to interject. What were you I, saying, Kyle? No, I just like like whenever the the numbers don't aren't aren't as heavily in Trump's favor as I, as they should have been. I, I just blame mm. that on uh, have, election fraud. In all honesty, I don't know what to make of election fraud. We're talking about politics a lot, but like, what I see Sanders losing every close one. Um, he's winning Michigan now. Did I just that flipper? My no, he, was he ahead in the first place? He was not ahead. He was forty-eight to fifty. Wow, that just invalidated everything I said in the one percent. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, yeah. Like it seems like Sanders doesn't do quite as well as he's supposed to. Hillary seems to win every close call, like Idaho, and uh, Trump never does quite as well as he's supposed to. But the establishment guys slightly overperform somehow, and it's like you know, is is a finger on the scale of this whole voting thing? I don't know. It could be. Uh, I really just think that Sanders seems bigger because of the internet. Like it to that, us. That's a huge to us. Right. Yeah, if you go talk to, if you ask my grandparents right now about Bernie Sanders, they would think they it wouldn't even be. They're not d- Democrats in the first place, but it wouldn't even. They would. He's not even a threat to them. They don't yeah. think about it. every single Republican out there, every single Democrat that's over the age of like 50, like they don't consider Sanders. It's... If you're like a farmer in Idaho and, well, maybe Idaho's a bad example because it's so political, but if you're like a farmer in Illinois and, you know, you don't spend a lot of time online, Sanders might not even be in your sphere of yeah. like awareness. If anything, just name recognition when you get to the poll, just like uh, Clinton, well, I've seen that name and that <laughs> plays a huge part. That's why the Kennedy's I've... been so successful. I've heard lots about the name recognition being being a big issue with him, be it like, like by margins of three to one. It's it's a real problem with them. Yeah. Another thing to keep in mind about Michigan on the Republican side, I don't think it's just, it's true on the Democratic side, is that um, oh, it's an open uh, it's open voting. So the independents and uh, Democrats, I, I know the independents can. I think maybe the Democrats can also vote uh, uh, for Trump. And I think that the early projections showed that he'd get a big chunk of that vote, bigger than the others. Yeah, I believe in North Carolina. So North Carolina, I think, is the 15th. Um, it's the first time I can remember where we played, like... A role? A role. I feel like normally we don't, you know? Like, North Carolina went blue for Obama's first term, but Obama won that so handily. He didn't need us. You know, we're not a battleground state. But now there's a big enough contest that I feel like, oh, I need to figure out who I'm voting for in a week. Um, it's very interesting with Clinton and Sanders here in Michigan. Um, they were hoping for a win here, and it... That'd be great. Let's I'd see love. What I. What's so so obviously I want I don't want Clinton as president. I feel like that. I, I'm I'm so anti Clinton that uh, you know anything I'm pro anything else. And um, 
I feel like anything that's bad for Clinton is good for me. So Sanders being in this thing for the long haul is a good thing. And I think that he's got the money to go all the way to the convention or to go until she gets her delegates. But with wins like this, if he can slow her down some, this this would look good. But see, this you, you I know you're not really, really a Sanders guy, but this is not a good day for Sanders, right? You're like, hey, oh, check that's not this what I'm suggesting. I, I know, but I'm saying, I, I'm saying that. I, let me keep going. Okay. Sanders people suggest things like that. They say, huh, check this out. In Michigan, we won by 3%. Now, I'll admit, we lost 80 to 20 you know, in, in Mississippi, but in Michigan, it was close. So, you know, whatever. And it's like, dude, you're already behind a ton in superdelegates, assuming they stick with Clinton. You're down by a lot, by like a third in regular delegates. And after today, you're down even further. So if I'm playing basketball, and at the end of the fourth quarter, I'm down like 25 to 10, right? I'm down 15 at the end of the fourth, first quarter. By the second quarter, if instead of being down another 15, I'm only down another 10, and I claim that as some sort of victory, it's like, no, you fucking dick shit. You're down 25 now. I get that you slowed down how much you lose per quarter, but you can't call that a victory. This other person is winning. Clinton is winning today. She got all of Mississippi and half of Michigan, right? That's that's a win. She's certainly winning. She's certainly winning, and she's been winning. But what I what I like is anything that slows her down a little, right. anything that impacts her campaign at all. And the longer Sanders is out there, uh, who's someone that. Clinton supporters at least will listen to and respect the, his opinion a little, a, much more so than they would a Trump. They're not going to be swayed by Trump. I feel like maybe Sanders can badmouth her enough that it'll hurt her some, and maybe he can keep this thing going long enough that her e that her email scandal comes to fruition because that could bite her in the ass. It still could. Like we don't know what's going to come of that, and as like much as she wants to sweep it under the rug, um, it's it's still ongoing and it is a criminal investigation into into people close to her and herself. Like the Benghazi, the Benghazi thing was pretty much total bullshit, right? That was a Republican witch hunt designed to just make her look bad, especially for Obama's reelection. I think it happened around then. Um, and then afterwards, like they even came on, like you'd catch them with hot mics and stuff being like, oh yeah, you know, this is just our talking points. We don't actually think Clinton was responsible for what happened in Benghazi. And she wasn't. And this trial after trial and a you know, bipartisan investigation after bipartisan investigation. There's nothing to the Benghazi thing, uh, except for a public relations issue. Um, with this email thing, I don't know if that's more of the same or, or what. I have a yeah, new topic. Um, the email, th the email, the email thing is very different. Uh, it's there's there's something substantive there. She she definitely did something that was at least against the law, whether she didn't know and she did it knowingly. It's she definitely did. Yeah. How much longer until Sanders drops? He That'll won't be drop. A while. He's got enough money to keep. He outraised Clinton last month. <laughs> oh wow! It was like forty-seven million. She raised like thirty or something. There's gonna be a shit fit, and it's gonna be really entertaining when he does eventually drop and back Hillary. And all of the people who love him and hate Hillary have to come to that decision. Of, what if he backs Trump? Uh, then Trump wins. Actually, no. He wouldn't. He still wouldn't win. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Fuck Hillary. I don't know yeah. if Trump can win or not. I'm not sure. Trump can win. I don't think so. Look I think Kasich is the next running, president. running mate. Yeah. Trump Kasich. That's the, that's the ticket. It's not a bad ticket. It's not a bad ticket at all. That's a good VP. Or... Just go full reality show. We get Trump and Gene Simmons from The Family Jewels on MTV2. Trump and Omarosa. Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> Danny Bonaducci. Someone, he's semi-retarded now. You told me that. 
Snoop Dogg? No, no, I'm not I, Snoop Dogg. I just Dogg. thought that he was um, he's really... a felon. He can't. No, who's the guy with the clock? Flavor Flav. Oh, That's Flavor who I'm Flav. looking for. <laughs> yeah. It's time for some change. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> they change it to time to make America great again. Yeah. <laughs> just put the clock on the hats. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. man. Reality star who's not Trump, who who is president. You have to pick one. Who is it? Yeah, um, who's the guy who does dirty jobs? Um, Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe. Oh, Mike Rowe. That's my president. Hmm. As he scrubs out the Taft bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> See this copper tubing here? Well, that corrosion can be hard to get off, but he's just going through. Yeah, I, I think I want the blonde captain from... Um... America's dangerous job or whatever it's called. Oh, the, he the, chain smokes all the time. Ah, the crab fishing show. Yes. Uh, Deadliest catch. Deadliest catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the blonde captain from Deadliest Catch. I feel like he'd he'd do as well as any other reality star. I have seen every episode of that that show. I I I, uh, I binge watched that a few years ago, a couple years ago, I guess. Uh, I feel like I'm almost qualified for that job at this point. Like, I've watched enough of it. Like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guide the pots in, then you do that, then you dump them. And, you know, based on what you pull, if it's great, just drop them right back in the same spot. If it's bad, then you got to keep going around. And, and they know, like, which spots were hot and which spots were cold. And it's it, when the show started, you had X amount of time to get your crabs. So it was this big race. They worked around the clock. They changed it to you have X amount, you know, like a lots of time, but this is your quota of crabs. So there's all this false urgency on how hard they have to oh, go. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, also the false urgency <laughs> of like, like uh, you know, the sea witch is taking out, uh, you know, the Esmeralda by getting all the crabs. When really <laughs> it's like, the Esmeralda just hauled on 600 pounds of crab. Let's see if the Adonis 700 miles north can keep up. And it's like, <laughs> what? Like, no, they're not fighting for the same crabs, you dick. Like, they're... There's so many fucking crabs out there. There's so many crabs. There's more crabs than both of those could carry. Fuck you for acting like there's 70 crab clans down there and they just conquered another one. Nonsense. That's so stupid. I yeah. hate that show. My grandpa watches all those reality shows. I watched like 40 minutes of Ice Road Truckers one time. And it is, it is incredible because you keep thinking that th this couldn't be what the show is. Something's going to happen. <laughs> like, something's going to... They've got Big big Jack up there in his rig, and he's about to head off to Alaska <laughs> with his, you know, with his wares. And then he gets on a highway, and it looks like a normal road, and he's like, well, yes, it'll go south a bit from here, about 60 miles north. And then he keeps going up, and then eventually it just cuts back to him, lots of snow, and you can't see out the front windshield. And then it cuts to another shot of what's clearly a Jeep Grand Cherokee, like driving next to it, filming him in the snow driving. It's like, all right, it can't be that fucking dangerous if you've got like cars surrounding this semi in the middle of an ice lake filming it. It's a terrible show. It is. I, I've watched an embarrassing amount of Ice Road Truckers, probably two or three seasons. And it's all just all, nothing ever happens, right? Like if this was no. actually a job in which people died and like crash constantly, then they wouldn't do it. But instead, it, it's just a job where it's cold a yeah. little. You know what it is? Is You know those YouTube videos where someone tries to jump off a roof and like flip into a pool, and then they fall down and end up like shattering their back on the pavement. And it's like, oh, fuck. Like, they're trying to get that level of excitement 
but the level of danger that's happening is when you're carrying a box and you think there's one more stair and you go, oh, 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 all right, well, here we go. Like, <laughs> you just kind of, you stumble this, for half a second, recover, ha- and then you're fine. Have you ever seen a tractor trailer in traffic? Of course you have. You know how they just like, they leave a big buffer in front of the car in front of them and they go slow and they take it easy and they make sure they get there safely. That's how trucks drive in heavy traffic. It's a TV show about that, except that it's weather. And, you know, they just go nice and slow and they ease their way through and they're not in a race and they're just working their way to wherever it is they need to go. And that's that. And they do that all the time. So traffic. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a really like I mean, they jobs just I don't think those jobs are that dangerous anymore. Like what's the logging one? Like that's it, the most dangerous is lum, uh being a lumberjack is the most dangerous job as far as how many President of the United States. I know we did this already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I think that in terms of like popular jobs, yeah. And it's what's interesting is like you always hear about soldiers and police, right? And how dangerous that job is and how they're putting their lives on the line for us and and there's some truth to that. But loggers die a lot more than, like, soldiers do. Oh, well, because every day when you're a logger, it's not like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to encounter some really strong, powerful machinery and 10-ton trees. It's like, no, you're going to encounter that. That's your job. If you're a soldier or a policeman, it's like, well, maybe I won't encounter that crackhead with a knife. And most of the time, you don't. I wonder how the soldier statistics compare if you remove a lot of the less dangerous jobs, right? <clears throat> I'm not saying that the guy who works on helicopters doesn't have a dangerous job, but I'm saying there are other people who kick in doors. Who, yeah, you mean you if know, you like take out the front marine squads out of the equation and see what it... Or, no, I want to say if you only look at the front marine squads, right? Oh, like, the, you know, like, because you look at it and you say, oh, you know, soldiers, they actually don't get killed or hurt as often as loggers do. Okay, but a lot of those soldiers aren't doing the sorts of things you see in movies you know a lot of them are like maintaining the equipment they're on they're sailors right somebody's got to cook the food somebody's got to be the mechanic somebody's got to assemble things you know there's there's lots of engineers and stuff like that who don't get exposed to the dangers of frontline combat and i would imagine those jobs they're no more dangerous but they're probably safer than civilian mechanics because of all the regulations and training that go into being a an army uh whatever I, I wouldn't know whatever. but it, yeah and just like i wonder if you just look at like I, I i'm not an expert but like if you just look at the infantry if you just look at the marines whose job is to storm beaches how they're i bet it's way way higher like yeah the fact that they include cooks and things like that if they do which i'm sure they do because they're still in the army and the armed forces and you gotta go modern like, like it okay my um i don't want to nobody would sign up if they were like oh yeah be a marine you know, nine percent of you aren't coming back. They're going to be like, "Oh, there's no. a, I'm going to try to protect his privacy." But there is a person in my family who was a tank commander, and he served in the first Iraq War. Right? You know, when the remember they invaded Kuwait and we pushed him back out. Um, not a lot of tank commanders got hurt. Turns out, you know, we had guns. They had slingshots. Uh, they just went in there and, and had no trouble. So even the frontline Marines who like storm. You know, a lot of times it's so lopsided that they're not getting hurt. Yeah, how many people did we lose in Desert Storm? Like, it was... Uh, friendly fire was the biggest danger. I remember during the, the, the first days of, I don't even know what, uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom, I think is what we called it. Um, you know, within three days, it seemed like we were in Baghdad. And I, the, I remember the, the big story uh, about American casualties was some guys flipped their fucking Abrams tank into a river and drowned. And maybe two or three or four of them drowned. I don't remember. And that was the big story because 
we were just running through them, mowing them over. And uh, I've I've heard others say that that, that was a big part of, of why you have this this long long uh, insurgency and, and the, the whole thing with ISIS is that they didn't feel like they were beaten. This the 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 Iraqi army who who was eventually dissolved by us and then became ISIS uh, to some extent at least. They didn't feel like they were beaten. They didn't feel like we beat them. We just kind of drove past them real fast, you know. And it, so but they weren't fighting either. Like if they did what happened in World War II, which is like, whoa, you can't come here. Like, then there'd be lines. a fight. Yeah. But instead, they were like, oh, you okay? I guess no fight. They wait until like they're out of rear view mirror shot in the tanks, and they come out of the cave like, oh, oh, you oversleep again, knock <laughs> <Like>, oh. <laughs> <laughs> how are we how are we to fight the infidels? They're always oversleeping. <laughs> fuck go, it's too late at night, I tell you. <laughs> now I don't even know who I am. <laughs> and then he clomps away because clearly he's half yeah. goat. <laughs> um Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I I uh, lumberjack, dangerous. Uh I found an article here. So a 43-year-old woman was found dead in an elevator in China after being trapped for a month. Uh, I, I read this before. Not a very busy building. <laughs> What'd you say? Not a very busy building. I guess not. So um, the elevator was broken. Uh, it looks like on January 30th. <laughs> they came back on March 1st to fix it. They, uh, it was stuck between the, 11th and, the 10th and 11th floor. So they yelled from the 11th floor to see if anyone was inside. Like, they didn't open the doors. They just yelled, like, is anyone in there? And there was no answer. So they just cut the power and came back three months later or two months later. Wow. A month later. January 30th to March 1st. It's easy wow. to mix it up. But, yeah, yeah. So They need, like, an OSHA or something <laughs> over there. Make sure that there's some kind of uh, they, procedure. Like, at least knock on the top and, like, wait for a knock to come back or something. I wonder what the death was like. Like slow. <laughs> I'm guessing it's of dehydration, which I'm told is a. I, I saw on TV that it's a terrible, terrible way to die dehydrated. Like running out of food, you just kind of lose energy and eventually fall asleep or whatever. But dehydrating, I think you like. Yeah, your body's like burning for yeah. For water. Your, your, your brain, your, your brain, your, your tongue, your, your nose. You start going crazy. Oh yeah, and then you start shitting blood. Really. I, At I that heard point, your, it's so crazy. It doesn't even matter, though. Your nose cracks because it doesn't have the the moisture it needs. Your tongue is, you know, cottony, and your it's a painful, swollen. awful way to die. Swollen. Um, so yeah, I don't know where if I where I thought this story was going, but uh, I I think you just wanted to cheer us all up. And, yeah, you know, I, I think do. We I run across interesting stories and I bookmark them and bring them up on the show. That is interesting. Yeah, and that would be a horrible way to die. But I would be doing way more. And I. God, was she just not jumping around that much? Right? Like, was anyone... I would be making a scene What is this? in that elevator. It's a residential building. Like, couldn't she be heard? Or, like, did she just quietly fade away? Who knows? Maybe, know. maybe, maybe she had... I've lived in residential buildings. And if there was someone stuck in the elevator, someone would notice. Yeah, you would know. You'd figure it out. Yeah. At the very worst case scenario is like five days in, when you can still be saved. Someone's like, "This is horseshit. <laughs> Elevator's still out of out of order. Call somebody. This is nonsense." Like, you know, you don't wait a whole month and then hope there's not someone dead inside. And the elevator's ruined. <laughs> Nobody's gonna ride that. Yeah, you Nobody's can't get that odor it. out. No, 
just gonna walk in there and smell that every time you want to go home? You're gonna bring your groceries in there? I think not. No, I wouldn't. They've called Michigan for Trump. Sweet. Yeah, they've called Mississippi and they've called Michigan. Trump has won two out of the four states already. The other two. Trumped. There's no results. Too high energy. Trump is. Is Trump gonna be our next president for real? It's gonna be him versus. If he doesn't win, Clinton will. It appears that, yeah, it, it, it's almost, so Friday, no, I'm sorry, Tuesday, a week from now, will there be a, winter, a couple winner-take-all states, including Florida. And I, I feel like on Tuesday, everyone's going to just acknowledge that Trump's lead is so far that it's done. You know, it depends how it goes in Ohio, I think. Ohio's the make or break for Trump. He, he's got... I, he's got to he's got to get the delegates, or the Republican Party is probably not going to give him the nomination. That's a thing too. I, I don't think in my lifetime there's been a brokered convention. I could be wrong on that, but like a brokered uh, convention I, where they didn't choose the guy who got the most votes. I don't know. Oh. We're stuck. We got to pick one of them. Yeah, you know, Mitt Romney. Spot and a tan face. (laughs) (laughs) Mitt Romney, man, he was like, you know what? If it looks like Rubio can win this state, vote for Rubio. If it looks like Kasich can win a state, vote for Kasich. If it looks like Cruz, vote for Cruz. And it's like, you dickwad. You're just trying to get, you're trying to make yourself the winner of a brokered convention. No, he can't be. To to even be up for consideration, you have to win um, several states. And so Mitt Romney is, it's impossible for him to to get this thing. Really? Because I read an article about that in particular that person i guess whoever wrote it didn't know that yeah it's a gop rule it's a yeah he can't um so what he's actually trying to do is is have there be a broker convention but he wants he wants to be able to choose a real conservative he wants to be able to choose cruz or rubio uh wants the party to do so and you're right he he offered to do uh uh robocalls for all three of the candidates two of them accepted um he's definitely doing them Mm -hmm. for uh rubio um, and I think maybe Kasich. I think those are out there, and maybe Cruz turned him down. Uh, but I may have that wrong. But two out of three he definitely did do, and they're out there. I've heard them. Uh, they were playing them a lot today on the radio. Hmm. Huh. So Trump was ahead by 86 or 83 votes. Now he's up by 108, 109. Imagine, if you will, the State of the Union addresses. Those, um, imagine, you know, uh, the, you know, the, the, the Supreme Court justices there in the front row, the entire Republican Party, the, the entire Democratic uh, representation, it, and there's Trump, and they got to all stand up and listen. It's, it would be so beautiful to watch that. I feel like all of the like, events that the president is part of, like, what, what do you call those things when uh, he sits at his desk and addresses the nation? Um, is it a fireside chat? I don't know. I don't know. State but, of the Union is not at the desk. That's when you in front of Congress. Oh, that's when he's standing outside, right? And I forget what. There's the, a Rose Garden address. I've seen those, but mm-hmm. but the, the Oval Office. It's like a weekly um, show like, the president does or something. He should the, be like a YouTube the, star. Carry the on. Oval Office primetime address. Yeah, the over um, the, the addresses that he does to the nation during like prime time from his dre- uh, from his desk. I saw Bush do a lot of them during you know his wars. Um, those would be brilliant with Trump. Just having it. He sits down. And he, they're like, all right, all right, President Trump, you're live. And he's just like, showtime. <laughs> it is Ed, like this megalomaniac's like, I now have the biggest audience I've ever had. It's go time. And he's just, 
It, it would be beautiful. And he'd like to watch. make you wait for it too. He'd be like, "Oh, no rush here." No, no, no I'm not ready yet. You know, <laughs> wait for me. Cheese just wrote. What did he say? Trump's speech has turned into an advertisement for all his little properties. Trump steaks, wine, water, Trump magazine. <laughs> yeah. I've heard him do it before. He cuz he cuz he uses that to explain. He's like, "Hey, I've got lots of companies. I've got I've got lots of brands. I, there's Trump steaks, there's Trump wine, there's Trump water. All these wonderful things, you know. I yeah. I like it. I love it. I love that there's Trump steak. I want one. <laughs> I want him to like have a buffet as you finish voting. You can go grab yourself some Trump wine and Trump steaks. Hmm? But only if you voted for him. You have to I would totally vote for a steak. <laughs> I would I just would yeah, if it was like, hey, this candidate comes with free steak, I'd be like, whoa, really? If he had like one of his free rare? ties there, I would be like, I don't even really wear ties that much. But like, yeah, all right. My vote for a tie. Got, yeah, got the, and, and you know what the hypocrisy is? If Trump came out and said, if I win president, then every American gets a free Trump steak, they would say that that, that would probably be illegal in some way. But Bernie Sanders can go right out there and say, if you make me president, y'all get free college. And he can just, just go down through a laundry list of, of things he's going to give you. Mm. Yeah. That's what Trump should do, though. I'd like that. You know, like Papa John's will do that. You know, I don't know if Peyton Manning throws three TDs, you get a free medium pizza. And uh, I think it'd be funny if, if Trump wins, everybody gets a Trump steak. Did you hear everybody, Peyton Manning retired? Yeah, I did. Yes. That's good. Yeah, I'm not a big football fan, but I was happy for him. I'm not even a huge Peyton Manning fan. I feel like my favorite athletes are the ones who kind of, I'm sure he gritted it out, but the ones who kind of like against all odds succeeded. Like, I like Luke Richards. He was a hockey player in Philadelphia. And um, he was never a star star. He was never the most talented. But if he and another guy went into the boards in the corners and it, you, know, you had to grind out uh, you know, to get the puck to your team, he usually won. Just he outworked everybody. That's the kind of player that I like. I like players that are just sort of gritty, hardworking, never quit. And... The, the most interesting thing about Peyton Manning and the Mannings, if you will, is that their father, obviously, he's an NFL quarterback. Mm -hmm. His See, brother. I want to keep going for a second. That's the problem okay. with Peyton Manning. Fuck that. Like, I'm not a hater. He never did anything wrong, really. I just said, fuck him. But, you know, he got, like, drafted first. He wasn't trying to make the team. You know, I, I watched this uh, TV show and it showed Peyton Manning. It, like, it, it he probably worked his ass off to get drafted first. Yeah. But he was never an underdog. It was him and some other guy. And the other guy was just trying to make the team. He was like wiping his brow every time there was a cut and he wasn't cut. And the other guy ended up getting cut on the last cut. And then he's like hoping some other team picks him up off the waiver wires and it didn't. And he just he was this close to being an NFL player. Peyton Manning, on the other hand, like... The guy could have taken a shit in every practice on the 50-yard line. Yeah, but he was better. And they, they would have been like, player. yeah, you know, potential. I know, I know. No. He's got this incontinence thing going on now. But no. next year, a couple of years. Ball, they don't give you the job. They, they, they didn't care that his name was Manning. Nobody cared. He, 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 got better, he got good training from his father, obviously. But there's something genetically going on with the Mannings mm -hmm. because the father's an NFL quarterback. His brother Eli won a Super Bowl NFL quarterback. And his other brother... Uh, what, from what I've read, was the best of all three of them. Was heavily was ha had lots of interest in him. Uh, was was gonna be a college uh, quarterback and had a spinal energy, uh, injury in in high school. Those guys are just amazing quarterbacks. This is funny how they... the best of them all. Like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, he was better than Peyton. You know, well, he's the, can't really prove it. Got got they got hurt in eighth grade. Yeah, but, but Ted Manning. 
<laughs> no, I think he was he was very highly recruited in high school and, and was yeah, I think he was the older brother. I wouldn't doubt it. I just put it on you know, like it always know. seems like I know, you know what you mean. Like I like when I go to a player's stat page and like they're having a really good season or something, and usually when you do that you see in the little drafted section it'll be like first round, eighteenth overall, or like second or maybe third round, eightieth mm-hmm. overall. Uh, every once in a while, like Henrik Zetterberg for the Detroit Red Wings, like someone who has had an incredible career, almost a point-per-game player, you'll check, and it'll be like seventh round, 400th overall. And it's like, wow. So that that was just some dude. Nobody even considered that guy. And almost everyone who got picked before him that year is probably retired by now. Where Damn they went me. to college is another one. It's like, oh, yeah, this guy went to Nebraska. This guy went to University of Miami when it was big. Here's a guy from Alabama. What? Like... You know, that guy came out of a Division three school, you know? Well, I mean, we should probably take the guy from the SEC school, you know? He's yeah. playing ball. Like, this guy whatever. went to Appalachian State, which is, like, Division one 2A, which I barely understand. Yeah. And uh, and it's like, oh, I, I like it when a guy kind of, like, succeeds because he refused to give up, as opposed to a guy who's just been a front runner his whole life. But there's nothing wrong with Peyton Manning that I know. I, 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 there's no... No reason to dislike Peyton Manning. He came back from that awful neck injury and getting cut from his team to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. And, and uh, you know, I, it was time for him to retire. You know, I, I don't know if I have my stats right, but I read something like he was – he had one of the worst statistical performances for a winning Super Bowl quarterback in, like, did. A, a long time, maybe His ever. defense led him to the Super Bowl. But uh, if I had been in that position, I could have guided that team to a loss – you know yeah yeah you know so he had to do something there they if it was me we wouldn't have gotten any points i don't think none yeah not a touchdown yeah, probably not. not a field goal they not could have been quick handoffs for woody <laughs> yeah even if even if i like practiced the whole two weeks leading up to the super bowl and got really good at handoffs two weeks. <laughs> and i don't know how long it takes to get good at handoffs but i think they'd figure out before long, like, you know, he's handing it off every play. <laughs> this fucker can't throw a spiral. Trump extends his lead in Mississippi for, uh, 50% almost. Wow. Mm, yeah. Half the vote there. That's impressive. And 12% uh, I, in Michigan. I think that means he has swept the South, by the way. Uh, the deep South, anyway. They don't count Florida. We don't. That's, that's... <laughs> Florida doesn't is different than the South. Northern Florida yeah. is the South. The Panhandle is the South. Mm-hmm. That's his fucking swamp lands. Uh, yeah, you... We don't we don't count Florida as being a southern state, really. Though, I feel like I should Missouri get a vote in this. Because the people in the south of this state think of Missouri as a southern state, and nobody here does. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I think the way I think of the Midwest and certain parts of the Midwest, that those are like our the kind of kind of the way I think of the Australians. They they're, they're kind of like our uh, they're very similar to us. They just sound a little different. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that was a good comparison. That was... <laughs> Dude, Conor McGregor lost. Yeah, oh, now everybody I, is hating on him. Can I say I, I want to talk to I want to start with the Connor thing, but I I bought the event, I paid the sixty bucks, and I definitely felt let down. Uh, I knew it was a gamble to begin with, but in my head I was thinking back to the one we watched in the movie theater, and and a couple of the ones that we watched together I thought were particularly good. Um, mm-hmm. The one with John, the John Jones night, um, didn't feel like my sixty dollars was um, well spent. The problem with that card, like, and and I was really excited about it because they put. Holly Holmes on the card, and they put Conor McGregor on the card. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to fight Dos Anjos, which would have been a neat fight too. And it was like, yeah, 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 they're doing another super card. And then the other three fights. See, the thing is, they take great decisions, and not people I'm particularly interested in, like the Nick Diaz. Oh, I'm sorry, the um, 
Diego Sanchez versus uh, uh, Jim Miller fight, which was like the last fight pass one, is one I was really interested in. But to sell fight passes, they took a main car, a main event, and stuck it on fight pass. And then you know, they, they toss a bone towards Fox. So I forget what the last Fox fight was, but it was another interesting one. So the, the big five, the pay-per-view fights, they could have had two more great, like four to five of those fights could have been really cool, but instead only two out of five were. Well, see, the worst part about that is they blacked that, the coverage out in my area. So uh, it, I have Fight Pass and I bought the pay-per-view. That's why I was tra- trying to get across in the text message. I have both of those things down. But the, um, those fights were blacked out in my region. I could not watch them despite that. Um, so I only got to I see... I wonder how you know, the, big your region is. Were they blacked out in America? Were they... I don't know. I couldn't say. I don't know. But um, I was pretty upset about it because I was like sitting there with my popcorn and my nachos and my drink. And I, I, I went sure overboard. It so was I, before I, 8 p.m. when they were blacked out? Like, um, the, it, There was no coverage of anything. It said that the fight was live. It said live now. And I click it, and it says blacked out in your area. I ask because the fights between 8 and 10 are supposed to be blacked out. The fights between 6.30 and 8, I thought you'd be able to see. No, I don't remember the timeline now. But in any right case, anyway. I, uh, so I got my new Casper mattress in. I got the king-size mattress. I love it. It's great. I haven't built my bed frame yet, so I've just got it sitting in there. I haven't gotten to that yet. But still, I'm sleeping so much better. Better quality sleep. I'm really going to pimp them out in the next show because I mean it. It's better quality sleep. Six hours on this mattress is like nine hours on my old mattress, legitimately. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but so I wanted, you know, it, my TV was at a weird angle and, and everything. And I was like, hey, if I'm paying sixty dollars for this pay per view, let's bring the seventy-two inch TV in and put it right at the foot of the bed. How do so, you bring the seventy? Like, can- I had. I cannot wield it. No, I picked it up and sat it on like a uh, like a the plastic lid to like a tote. And I drug it using that to like make it slide along you the carpet live easily. Dangerously, my friend. Innovative. Yeah. yeah. That, so, did you go downstairs with it? No, no, I didn't. Okay. I, uh, I, so <laughs> just just across. It's uh, a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it is. Let me just say, like, like this TV's a few years old. Like it's not a, a brand new TV or anything. It's like four years old, maybe three years old. Any in any case, it's heavy as fuck. Seventy-two uh, it's, inches. It's 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 all, it's it's like this thick, but it's just heavy and it's 72 inches so i've got that thing at the foot of my king size bed and i mean at the foot at it there's like this much between the tv and the foot of my bed so that means i've got the 72 inch screen so close my girlfriend was like it's like imax baby <laughs> like, like she's trying to back away like get farther from it it's uh, was it it's too a- much was it too much? Probably borderline. What do you mean? Was it too much? I haven't taken it back. <laughs> okay. So like you haven't taken it back because you don't want to make that revenant style trip back to where it came from. That lid. We have a fifty-two inch TV at the foot of our bed, and people are like, "Ah, oh, that'll be too much." No, I entirely disagree. I think it's fine. Now I can't imagine a world where, like, I'll exaggerate. Like, if we took my hundred and nine inch yes. projection TV. You could get motion sickness. The whole walls moving. Like it, there is such a thing as too much. If your if if your whole field of view is done, is seventy two too much or no? No, uh, no, it's not. And uh, I notice on some programming, it tones it down to uh, like maybe I'm gonna guess um, sixty eight inches or something like that to get the aspect ratio. Sometimes it did mm. that on the fight, uh, but no, it's not too much. It just took some getting used to. And now I really like it. Now I've been. It's. Uh, I was like, let's watch Interstellar. This will look cool. Um, which I was kind of, before. You know, I've got a 42 inch um, that was sitting uh, a little bit further away, 
And I was like, eh, Interstellar's kind of a movie, movie uh, theater movie. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I'm gonna watch, uh, now I want to watch it because I've got that gigantic TV way too close to me. For our, I'm probably damaging my eyes or something. I don't know. Our, um, our living room, it's not like it's a real home theater or anything, but it's a projection. And it's, I think it's 107 inches. I know I just called it 109. And the surround sound, oh, like I bought, you know, like I, I tried to become like a, someone knowledgeable on speakers. So I went, I did all this research and the speakers weren't that much. It was like 200 for the bass and another like 800, another like 1200, I think for the, the, the five like surround sound. And, uh, it's good, man. That thing will rock you when it gets bassy. The, the whole room is bassy and it's not like stressing to do it either. It's like a 15 inch speaker or something, the subwoofer. And, uh, and then, like, the one thing is, I do think 4K would be nice at that projection size instead of 1080p. But, mm. um, I, dude, it is, our living room experience just gets rocking. And sometimes it, like, disturbs me in another part of the house. But then there's Colin, like, just absorbed in some Shrek world. And I'm like, ah, let it go. So, you know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a 4D experience. The chair's shaking and everything. Yeah, dude. Like, it, 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 you know, he's just, like, into it. Like, oh. You know, there's a chase scene, some dragons killing gingerbread men or something. And, and you're just like, ah, he's enjoying this. I wouldn't want someone to come in and tell me to turn it down. That's great. Yeah. Um, I would want to play video games on that projector, see what that was like. Yeah, they do. They, I don't play on them much, but uh, Jackie and Colin play the Lego thing. As a matter of fact, I think they're racking up achievement points for me right now. I bet some Wii games would be fun with a big screen like that. Maybe uh, some of the competitive ones. Uh, I don't know if we uploaded it, but to to the like the FPS boot camp stuff but like me and Wings did all kinds of like we uh fit um stuff with him like dancing and trying to do the the stuff with the the we fit hmm. um i think that would be fun with a big screen yeah wings is apparently he's struggling right now but not with money and there's a part of me that's like so what's the problem i guess he's just i'm going to go up there this week i'm going to find out i'm going to go up there going to yeah. get the pictures you taken for back. the hot yeah, 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 I'm gonna do a little investigative reporting. I want to know because it. Um, I, I guess between his channel and his live stream, things are going fine enough. You know, he, like you remember, he was really having yeah. money issues like a year ago. Now he's not. So, what's wrong, bro? Where's your stress coming from? I don't know. I think it's his living arrangements. I think we're gonna have to to um, to move him in. Uh, I, I think maybe to, to the Kyle compound. Kitty's always talking about moving to Colorado. What if I? What if we all went and I took wings with me? That would be great. We could start a, a reality show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to come too? You want in on this? Yeah, this we could start a reality show, and then thirty years from now, we can run for president. <laughs> this is a plan. Yeah, I'm gonna go see what wings is up to. Um, I've got some like crazy like. Uh, silly ideas for some stuff i could do with him um we'll see if any of it happens um, i think i can't go I, I think i have a three gun shoot the next morning that competition saturday yeah i mean i can if you if you actually do want to go i could you know just do it sunday or monday or tuesday or any know. day really you know. figure that out. Wings, Wings has intimated to me that his schedule is wide fucking open. <laughs> it, and I'm in a similar situation. So if you, but, oh, shit. But, I just realized that I'm doing the... We have a factions reset on Friday. I definitely can't go. Yeah. So We would have to it, push it around. But I thought it would be funny <clears throat> if uh, 
I, I don't know. I'm going to take my flamethrower with me and see if Wings wants to shoot it because I think maybe he could make a video of himself shooting it, just something fun for him. Um, and yeah. I'm sure he'd like to shoot a flamethrower. He, he likes shit like that. I bet he would love that. I bet he'd love that. Maybe I'd like to see the video of Wings shooting a flamethrower. Yeah, maybe we'll pretend like he's cooking stuff with it, and that's part of the sauce's secret ingredient. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> a little so it gives it its spice. Every <laughs> bottle's got a kick of heat. <laughs> oh, just like have him shooting the bottle. <laughs> Actually shoot the bottle. It's clearly ruined afterward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> You're right. you, you too hot. Grab some like f- melted bottle, and you show it, and it's perfect. The white, the yeah. paper label's still on it. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do, but I'm definitely going to get the photos for the label and get that rolling because that's all good to go. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I picture like a black silhouette of him on it. I don't know. I want that mug. I want that face. Yes. I, want... I, I, I guess it's your baby. You should, you should do it. All right. PKN episode 82. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed. High See energy ya. show. <laughs>